Podcast. My name is Trey Hobbs. I'm your host, and I'm the founder of Shenzhen Stories, and we're excited to have you listening to us. If you're listening now and you were also at our live event, what are you doing? You're crazy! You love stories so much! That's insane! We're also happy to have you here. Our last live event, speaking of it, was themed first day because we were on a bit of a hiatus, and we were very, very nervous and excited to get our first day back to telling stories, and it did not disappoint. You, our audience, did not disappoint. We loved having you guys out there. We packed this cafe. We were so full. It was standing room only. It was insane, and I just can't thank you enough for the continued support you guys give these people, your neighbors, your fellow Shinjanites, the support you give them and their stories and their truth. That is a big deal, so thank you guys. Thank you so much. Shinjin Stories seeks to create and foster, as always, a space for these stories in the international community and this incredible hub of a city called Shenzhen, where people flock from all over the world for, for business, for education, for travel, for whatever reason brings them to Shenzhen, they're here. And at this crossroads, we have a unique opportunity to really create a space where stories are told, where life experience is exchanged. And it's a beautiful thing that when done with honesty and with vulnerability can create a room of vulnerability and empathy. And we start to see each other in our own stories and Every time we have one of these live events, I see this happen, and the room is glowing. The room is glowing. I don't know how else to describe it, and that's because of our storytellers, and that's because of our audience. And a part of that glow is because people are working up this bravery to come and tell their story to strangers, and the people in the audience are making space for someone else's stories, which is also not nothing. So when you have this agreement start to take place, you start to have a reaction that happens between these two entities, the speaker and the audience, and that just culminates in this glow and in this vibe in the room that you can feel. It becomes tangible. It's a wonderful thing. And if you haven't made it to one of our live events, we do invite you to come and hang out with us. I would be happy to see you there, and I don't think myself too bold to assume that you'd also be facing a room full of people that are excited to see you as well. Something about this vibe sort of led us into this new thing that we've started doing at our live events where we still have our prepared and sculpted and curated stories that people will put so much work into and so much care and they bring it to the floor and they and they tell it and they're always amazing but we've also started passing around a hat and in this hat people have the opportunity to put their names if telling a story is maybe something that they feel up to if they're inspired by the courage of the storytellers or they hear something that sparks a memory of their own story they can put that name in a hat and then we draw that hat we draw those names randomly And so last week, you guys heard the podcast of Michelle's story. And if you haven't listened, oh my goodness, please go back and listen. It is so 
Funny, you will not be disappointed by that story. But do it after you hear these two stories, because these two stories are also amazing. We are going to put these stories together because they're a little bit shorter, so we thought we'd just put them into one podcast for you. So right now you are getting a double dip, and this double dip comes from Allie and from Charles. First, you're going to hear Charles. Charles tells a story about his first teaching job, his first day on the job. Charles from Canada meets New York students, really looking to impress. Doesn't quite go the way he expected. I don't want to ruin too much for you, but you are in for a treat. After Charles, we are going to hear Allie. And Allie tells a story about the very first Thanksgiving she had with her then-boyfriend, now-husband's family. And it is exactly what you're picturing right now. This idea of the awkward first holiday, the pressure, like, what do I do? What do I say? And Allie just paints it beautifully and perfectly, that anxiety in all of us and how we will inevitably say the wrong thing. And the rest you'll just have to listen to because it's very good. We hope you enjoy them. Here is Charles and Allie's story. I a high school teacher here in Shenzhen, but I wasn't always a high school teacher, so there was a first day. Um, how many of you in this room were looking for a job in 2008 in the United States? Hey, my people, all right, me too. So. I was not in a position to be super, super, super choosy. Uh, I was graduating from a master's degree program in education in New York City, and uh, I was super, super eager to get a job. My wife already had a job, and I was stressed out. And a guy that I knew from my program said, hey man, you can have my job, I got a better job. Which is, you know, it's a warning sign, right? Um, So, it's a boys' school on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Anybody knows New York, it's, at the, the intersection of 2nd and 2nd, right across from where Mars Bar used to be, but Mars Bar isn't there anymore. All right, um, I feel you. So it's, uh, it's a boys' school, it's a Catholic school, but it's a, um, it's, like, it's, a, it's a charity school, so a lot of the kids are pretty rough, and like, they have tough circumstances, but they have at least one good parent that thought to like file the paperwork to get them into the school, and that's kind of how it worked. Anyway, I was super stressed out, and um, I had taught uh, preschool in Korea, so this was not like, this was not like the best prep for like a bunch of like 17-year-old like hardened kids in New York City, Uh, and I'm from Canada, so I'm not from New York City, so I was a little bit of like, oh, what to do? so anyway, I'm like stressing and stressing, and I met with the guy, um, this guy, Scott, the, uh, Steve, sorry, that was my, my, that gave me the job, and he was like, it's all right, it's okay, you know, just remember these 73 rules of how to deal with the students. It's like lion taming, right? He's like, meet him at the, the thing I'll never forget, he was like, meet him at the door, stand in the doorway, like stand in the doorway, and don't let them through until you've shaken their hands and checked their uniforms. They had to wear yielded uniforms. And so, um, you know, I was really stressed out about that, and I'm teaching U.S. history, and I'm from Canada, so I was going like, oh, what am I going to do? Um, <laughs> but so, so I'm getting, like stressing all summer, and it's getting closer and closer and closer, and we have some meetings, we get into the rooms, and I'm stressing out, and I'm like, oh, getting my room set up, and I'm like putting up pictures, are these the right pictures, are these going to speak to the kids, I don't know, whatever, and it's really, really stressful. 
And um, finally, it gets to the day of the first day of school. And I'm like sweating bullets. I used to smoke back then and I'm walking up and down First Street next to all the bars that are closed with the broken glass in front, just like smoking and smoking and smoking. Holy crap, holy crap. And I go to the school and there's one, I go to my room. I'm like, hey everybody, how you doing? I go to my room. There's one kid in my room already. He's just like, hello. And he's a nice kid. I was like, oh. Hey, you know, okay, great. You feel me, me feel good? He's like, I'm a little hot. I'm like, I could take care of that. You're a little hot. No problem. Let me open the window. And I went to open the window and it fell on my finger and broke my finger. And they called an ambulance. <laughs> because like workers comp, right? So they called an ambulance and they dragged me out of the school and took me to the hospital. <laughs> and like, I missed the first four days of school. So that's my story. Thank you. classes was 50 plus little people um, but for some reason you guys make me a whole lot more nervous than they do anyway um, so this is my first time telling a story so there's one first um, my story is about meeting my boyfriend's family for the first time so um, those of you who know me I am very awkward, and I'm especially awkward when I'm nervous. So I was invited over to his parents' house for Thanksgiving. So, you know, no big deal. Um, and my family is very little. I have my mom and my sister. His family is very large, so I'm not particularly comfortable. But I was like, sure, I'll come for Thanksgiving, because I'm not with my family. So I come and we have a lovely dinner and his mom and his sister are fantastic cooks. Um, to this day, I still try to cook some of his mom's dishes and I fail miserably, so I just don't even try anymore. So dinner's lovely and he goes off into his room to go do something and so I'm left with his family, you know, awkwardly sitting there twiddling my thumbs and his mom says, so what kind of ice cream do you want? Do you want vanilla or do you want chocolate? And I, not even thinking, just no hesitation, I'm a chocolate girl. <laughs> Silence. Except for the screaming glare of his older sister. Oh. Oh. I ate that ice cream so fast. I don't even think I said goodbye. I was out the door and poor Charles calls me. He's like, hey, you didn't say goodbye. And I was like, I'm mortified. I can never show my face in your house again. And I'm like, just tears in the car on the way home. I think it took two and a half years before, before that screaming glare turned into a friendly smile. And 15 years later,
A huge thank you to Charles and Allie. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for putting your name in a hat. Thank you for being open enough to share those stories with us in the room and now with everyone on the podcast. If you liked Charles and Allie's story and you want to hear more like them, please subscribe to this podcast. Please share it with your friends. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. We would love to hear what you think. And we love telling stories, and we love when those stories get shared to more people. So please do tell your friends about the podcast. And if you're in Shenzhen, please come to our next live event. That is going to be October 25th. That's right. Right around Halloween, we are going to be telling stories And the theme is going to be masks. So come for a good old spooky time. And if you have a story, submissions are still open for that event. So please get in touch with us with your story. You can get in touch with us a lot of ways. You can email us at shenzhenstories at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter, just at shenzhenstories. Or you can like us on Facebook. We'll check all of those messages and respond to you as quickly as we can. You can also, if you're in China or Shenzhen specifically, join a WeChat group where a lot of our information and a lot of our community lives. Um, That's a great place to hang, and that's a great place to learn about our events, about our podcasts, and about any other events slash workshops that we may be doing. You may be hearing uh, Mei Li, the golden retriever in the background here. She's recording with me today. So that's, uh, that's who you're hearing back there. And so she is really excited you are listening as well. Uh, that's going to be it for us. Please stay tuned for more stories next week. And please stay tuned for more information on our next live show. We'd like to say a huge thank you to Charlie's Cafe, our host and our venue. If you're in Shenzhen, please check it out. It's about amazing coffee, great ramen. Charlie is the best. It's a lovely little roastery that roasts their own beans. It's very good. If you're ever in the Sheko area, stop by Ecool and have some coffee there. We'd also like to thank those Lavender Whales for letting us use their song, I'm So Proud of My Friends, for our intro and outro. Please check out the rest of their music. It's on Spotify and Bandcamp and Apple. Please, please, please go support them. And once again, thank you, our listeners, our audience, and our community in Shenzhen and all over the world. Thank you, and keep being awesome. (laughs) 